This speaker was recorded at an Addictive Eaters Anonymous public meeting held in Dublin, Ireland in February 2019. For more information, visit www.aeainfo.org. Hi everyone, my name is Myrie and I'm an Addictive Eater. I thought there was going to be a table and we could all sit next to each other. I didn't realise there was going to be a podium. Um, yeah, it's lovely to be here. Um, I came from Manchester yesterday and um, uh, I, um, I also believe that I was born with this condition. Um, and uh, I didn't get. Also, I didn't. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I knew there was. I knew I was doing things that other people didn't seem to be doing. And um, uh, but but from a very early age, um, looking back now, I was I was doing things, but I but I wasn't questioning them at all then. There's a line in, in a bit of our literature that says the, something like the life that we were leading was seemed like the only normal one, and um, and because it was my life, um, that's you know that's what it just seemed normal, and what what that was was from um, from a, before I left prime by the time I left primary school. Um, I was stealing money on a daily basis uh, from my father and then when he caught me from my mother <laughs> um, and um, to, to go to the shops on the way to school and buy a packet of sweets um, and, um, and I didn't share and, and it was all secret and, and that was, you know, that was the, the big thing was that there was no sharing and no one knew. Um, but it, it didn't seem abnormal to me in any way whatsoever. I didn't, there was no thinking involved. I wasn't thinking I need to feel better. I wasn't thinking I feel bad, I need to feel better. I wasn't thinking like that at all. It was just what I did. Um, and, um, uh, and I'd go home and I'd eat, I'd eat meals at home, as usual. Um, I'd be pretty strung out by dinner time because I just there was just loads of you know stuff raging around my system, um, and um, and it went on like that through um, through secondary school um, again just uh, stealing. Uh, if I couldn't steal money, I'd just steal from the shop. <laughs> um, and this is something that I I recognise through through all of all of my life is that as long as I was getting what I thought I needed, it, it didn't matter how it was coming, um, and I would just seamlessly switch into another way of getting it. So I'd just switch from one way of getting it to another, or I would switch from one substance to another. And there was just a constant sort of line of using something throughout my life. and. Um, just sometimes it was propped up by different things um, because when I um, after I left school um, I discovered things like 
um, alcohol, um, drugs, women, and um, and it appeared that the, the eating, which was still going on, but it appeared that it was less of a problem. It kind of um, gone underground somewhat um, because I was I was managing to feel okay using other things. And um, but what characterised my life was that I couldn't stick at anything. So um, I couldn't stick at jobs. I couldn't stick at relationships. I couldn't stick at um, where I was living. Um, I, I have a, a mind that is constantly looking for something, it's something better somewhere else. So um, there's like a chronic malcontent with my life. I'm looking, I don't want this, I don't want this, this isn't right, I haven't got this, I've got too much of that. Um, and I'll imagine somewhere, you know, over, <laughs> over there, which is better. So I will ditch everything. And so on more than one occasion, I would leave a job, a relationship, and a, and a, and a, a part of the country where I was living, and, and, I'd, and I'd go somewhere else with an idea that it will be better. Um, and momentarily, <laughs> it would. And, um, but then I would just find myself doing, this, doing the same things, obviously, somewhere else. And, um, and, and do the same thing again. So I'd just be moving on and moving on and moving on and moving on. And I used to look at, um, I used to look at people who had marriages, houses, um, you know, jobs that they'd been in for years. And I wouldn't, I couldn't see how to do that. I, I just had, I had no idea how you would do that, how you would um, stay with something or someone, you know, or somewhere for long enough to build a life. Because um, uh, I just, I, I, I just couldn't, you know, restless, restless and discontent. And um, in the end, the amount of damage I was doing in people's lives um, sort of caught up with me, really. Um, I would, you know, just leaving people and, you know, at one point I, I was with someone engaged and married. She was pregnant. Um, I had a job teaching in a school. Um, and we were living together and but none of it was working for me and um, she had a miscarriage and um, immediately that I found this out I thought that's this is my way out and, um, and I just and I left you know, she had to go to the hospital on her own to, to have the, you know, the whatever procedures need doing. Um, and, um, and, I, and, I, and I was off, you know, just off. Because I, I couldn't think about anyone but me. 
and trying to make sure that I was all right. And that, you know, that's that. That's all I. That's all I could do. Um, and um, you know, as as part of this program, that that whole situation is is sort of um, resolved. But um, uh, you know, that's what was going on. That's the kind of thing that was going on. Um, and eventually, I got to the point where. There was there was so much of that kind of thing that I thought I need I need to find some help um, and um, and I started doing um, or in the midst of it really I was doing self help courses and will this help me with my relationships that was the question <laughs> um, and um, and all of these things were great um, but. I, um, what it gave me was a better way of getting what I wanted. That was kind of it. There was no sense of, you know, someone asked me once, Myron, what would you, what do you want to start doing? What do you want to stop doing? And what do you want to carry on doing? And I looked at them and I thought, stop doing. I had, and and I, it, it, I had no idea how I might stop doing something. You know, how do you stop doing something? Um, and um, so I just, you know, I just carried on and caused more, you know, it's more, more hurt, more mayhem, and more moving on. And, and all the time, there's food, but it, it was, it, it didn't appear to be a problem. And I wasn't overweight. I was, you know, active and and um, uh, um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd manage it all. It would appear to be manageable from the outside. But, but my life inside was, um, you know, I just, just couldn't, couldn't seem to get a grip on things. Um, and eventually I found my way to a 12-step group um, that dealt with sort of relationships and, and all this kind of thing. And, um, and I started, and I, and I realised that... that, that um, Things like drinking were not helping, so I thought, well, I'll stop drinking then, uh, and, um, and I'll stop philandering, and, uh, and I couldn't, uh, or rather I didn't. You know, I tried and it got better, but it didn't go away completely. And then what happened was, I thought, there's the, f there's, there's the food, there's the food thing, because I stopped drinking, and, and like I said, that level of, of using didn't stop, so I stopped drinking and the food just comes to prop me up. And, um, uh, and the, more I, the more I left alone other things, the more the food, it just came, came back, you know, from in, in hiding almost. Um, and absolutely, it just took me, took me to pieces really, because I was... Um, I was doing things that I'd never done before. I was getting, I was going out and buying big stashes of food, coming home and eating them um, in front of the, uh, you know, putting on a movie and just completely just disappearing, you know, into another world. And um, and that was at late. That was late at night. That was like I'd go out at eleven o'clock. I'd know what time the shops closed, so I'd, I'd have a preference of of shops. <laughs> that would like, well this sells better food than that one, but, but it's not open as late, 
So I'd, I'd, as the time went on in the evening, I'd be like, well, that one's now closed, so I'll have to go to this one. And then if that closes, it'll have to, it'll have to be the 24-hour garage. And um, that, doesn't, that sells the least, the least of all that I like, but it will have to do, you know, it, it just didn't, didn't matter. Um, but there was a, um, you know, like a running order. Um, and, and so that was at sort of, I'd be up till three o'clock in the morning um, and there'd be, you know, rappers everywhere and, I, and I'd sort of, sort of pass out and wake up and try not to do it again, you know. And by this point I was really trying, I was going to a food, um, a different food fellowship and um, uh, um, I was trying not to do it again and the more I tried not to do it, the worse it got. Uh, it, I just, it, I had absolutely no control over it at all. And um, in the end, I, um, I was, I, it, there was one time where it stopped working, where I just piled a load of food into me and, and I still felt, felt awful. Because it was a great tranquilizer, but I just still felt awful. And then I got scared because I, that was, it was my only thing that I had, my only solution. To, to try and live and um, um, in the end at one of these meetings I bumped into someone who um, uh, had a real light in his eyes and um, seemed like a man with a solution and um, and I was attracted you know I was attracted to, to that and uh, because I, I wasn't getting well you know try as I might trying to manage my food, trying to decide, I, okay, well, I'll have this for breakfast, this for lunch, and this for dinner, and I'll just do this, and da, da, da. And I have, I, I cannot, I cannot make good decisions around food. And I've just had that uh, um, sort of drummed, in, drummed into me by my experience. And, um, and I started doing what this guy said. And, um, and it meant letting go of some ideas that I'd had about what I was and what, what I was and what I wasn't willing to do. Um, the willingness for me tends to change or grow depending on how much pain I'm in um, and that continues through sobriety is that I'll still try and live in ways that don't work very well you know the food will be off the table if you like but um, I'll still try and live in ways that don't work and it hurts you know it hurts to, um, to try and have things come out my way all the time um, and um, so I've become more willing to, um, to do the things that are suggested in the programme. Um, and more willing to seek this higher power. Um, now I've had, a, uh, I've had a job interview this week and um, uh, there was a lot of mental activity going on prior to it. And um, in the end it's come down to um, uh, try, you know, trying to trust that actually everything's all right, because the fundamental thing that I've got going on is that I, I think I'm on my own, and I, and I, and this, um, everything's not all right. You know, I have to find something to make everything all right, and um, you know that's. The more the more it's been shared, the more I can let go. The more I find that actually things just kind of turn out okay, and in, and staying in one place, I still find that hard. 
you know, um, because I have to, it requires me to be in relationships with people, you know, every day, over, over you know, the next day and the next day and the next day. Um, and, um, you know, uh, it, you know, I find that I find that challenging, and um, but it's the only you know it's the only way that all of those things which I kept running away from can perhaps become resolved. And I've I've got a job, um, and um, so I'm now back uh, in a school teaching um, with a break of um, I started in it was uh, this this job is new, but I've been teaching from February after a break of about 15 years because I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. You know, I just, uh, it wasn't that I'd get sacked, I would just decide, I would just become too much and I would decide and I'd be off somewhere else. Um, so, um, so yeah, you know, that, that life of um, sort of eating, drinking, drugging, um, uh, and moving, um, you know, it's wonderful that that's kind of just falling away. And um, one of the things that is uh, in our literature that this thing about being useful in the world, um, I I was so I was so obsessed with myself that I couldn't be useful in it. I just couldn't be useful to people. Um, and so this this program is is giving me a way of being useful, you know, and just getting away from my own little world of how's Myriam doing today, um, uh, to just show up, you know, do the best I can, think about others, and magically um, things. Things just turn out fine. Things turn out all right. Um, so, you know, there's a few things I needed to do, to do at, the, at, at the beginning, which was to uh, become willing to really do what I was told. Um, I had to find someone who had something that, uh, you know, that I wanted, uh, you know, and um, be willing to do what I was told and to get, get out of my own way, really. Um, and and it and it from that little bit of willingness, um, you know, there's a whole a whole load of things that open up. Um, yeah. So if you're you know if you're here visiting, it's lovely to see so many people. Um, you know, I really hope you get get something from this from this meeting. Um, and um, yeah, I'll leave it there. Thank you.